welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely, <clears throat> welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely regular listeners and anybody who is curious about the 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult play voices stories and educational material for people who are doing personal development educational with entertainment though i am a person who is what's the word that i'm looking for not self-taught because i wouldn't be able to do anything without educators i have educational certificates in trauma somatics informed somatic experiencing attachment and it's ongoing and also, of course, my own academic years, but that is in the fields of humanities and social sciences. However, it gave me a starting point, and in fact, the inner growth mindset comes from that starting point, sociology, psychology, and existentialism. My background, though, is political science and international relations and diplomacy, but as all people who actually have shit to say about the bachelors of political science, because you don't really master one thing, there's a couple of things and more. Long story short, content creator, entrepreneur today and inspiring human potential because I'm a human like you, but the difference is I know how to live a whole three-year-old heart and life. And that's because my experiences shaped my body and brain, my embodied brain to be able and be a-okay with being my complete self. So loving myself was never confusing or shaming let down because I don't have trauma. I have charged states that I work through normally, meaning in a, I shouldn't say normally because everybody's normal is different, but what I mean is my brain developed within those ages and then I was able to allow harmony to continue to take place and so this is not because of belief systems no 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 or because of the hand of anything but i can say that i do have a relationship with the sphere of akash consciousness some call it holy spirit some call it god some call it there's a lot of names but we're not going to call it any names i'm going to talk about it in 5d mystic terms because integrating human spiritual and spirituality is what we do here what i do and it's to bring about that lovely expansion of consciousness and human evolution to the forefront. And really, nobody's doing the human element when I look at all those people in the in-between. So I get to be the in-between. That brings to you the human translations of a lot. And creating a 5D mystic group. Because, you know, Claire's are really awesome. And so is our oversoul. And none of your oversoul are actually your enemies. Now, if you don't know how to get out of, though, your heartbroken three-year-old, that's a situation that I will use no words for right now. <clears throat> My voice is uh, trying to get me to stay on track as always. Thank you so much universe. And really it's a field of energy. It's funny how it nudges you and it's very different for every one of us. No, it's the same. We just all have different focus areas like our lovely said guru. He's a spirituality guru and he does not integrate the psych education. He tries to inform you of you being able to do yoga and not need to pay attention to the inner child. I, on the other hand, beg to differ greatly because if you don't know about EMDR and inner child work, child parts, IFS, and you don't know about somatics and bringing all three together in good therapy, you don't know how to handle if you have a, what is called a monkey brain. So I know what the monkey brain is because I was taught it in one of my workshops and it's equal to disturbed. And I'm going to say you're not disturbed. 
But what it is, is that if there's unresolved trauma, <clears throat> so trauma memory that the psych educators can talk to you about and explain to you, which means gives you answers versus stories. And which means also enabling you to embody your pure consciousness because of bringing yourself to one piece, one wholeness. So, no, let's not ignore your psyche, please, since your left and right mode are of your brain. And if you don't learn to integrate your brain and you can't learn without knowing how you're made, and if you're not curious, which is what most people who look for shiny objects, they're not curious. In fact, they're just looking for a leader to follow. And again, nothing to do with sad guru. I'm right now talking, me, Maria, about people who have a broken heart and they don't have a adult leading their inner child. No, they have what is called, ooh, I want somebody to see me, soothe me, secure me, keep me safe, tell me who I am. I want to be myself like you, though, because I don't know who I am because I didn't get a childhood experience that allowed me to feel giggly and happy and then know how to hold myself with love and equanimity. So some of us instead we got lucky. I raised my hand. Nothing special about Clearland. It's just a field of energy, even though it's a beautiful field. It's not just, it's amazing, but we don't need to be treating it like a pedestal. And this is what I'm here to do, bringing it down. Humble, humbleness, please. It's part of our humanity. I can equally navigate all territory and explain it I knew my mysticism stuff was for some reason that would come forth as time went by. And finally, I'm like, okay, I have a pretty much enough pieces of the puzzle. It's thanks to my trauma experts, not anybody else. But I love that I know spirituality, soul, age people are optimizing their body because they're all in their ventral vagal nervous system when they're meditating and doing their poses. And then they're using their imagination with intent and they get to put into practice what actually allows inner and outer well-being to take place. Because when you do mindfulness and compassionate brain practices, where is it? Ah, here, you get to actually work on the parts of your brain that get compromised from having trauma or safety behavior stuff. Okay, so what you should know is that what gets compromised in the first year of life for an infant who doesn't have a household that allows secure attachment and more because, you know, we can have neglect, abuse. Those are very big T's, by the way. Okay, so 4D mystics, they get lost in their T land, unfortunately, because they think they can see everything and they think that the plane of hell and evil comes here versus understanding that's in the body. So let's leave that to the side. Just know of Patrick McNamara and his interview on the well or big think about the religious self and there's no demon that possesses you there's your brain and he explains it now some people even when you explain it to them they continue to want to believe in an ancient way of looking at how your brain works don't ask me why you'd think they'd be empowered by information but some people they live pseudo aliveness they don't figure out where they're looping and they create out-of-body stories and they continue to do so with other people who are also in the shame cycle, excuse me, inner critic, outer critic. So they have a way of continuing to hide their unresolved trauma with themselves and their body, squish it down, do activity compulsive, because this is the next step is fucking and drinking and drugging for some and then eating and procrastinating. It depends. It depends how they choose to disengage from allowing the emotions to come up and then be processed because that's the very challenge that a person will have with their nervous system and their brain when it's not integrated 
that the emotions come up from the right side, but that's uncomfortable, and I don't like uncomfortable, and of course a child won't like uncomfortable, so it's normal for an infant and then growing up. So a lot of things are being found by the lovely mental health professionals that the ancient old mental health professionals don't want to believe, and then there's all these other ancient silverbacks who want to keep on talking about people like shit. Some of us don't. We're humanity. In fact, because we're whole three-year-old hearts. So we listen when we are learning, and that means we're not chit-chatting over the person. The professor speaks, we hear, we learn. Huh, interesting. Okay, and we apply. That's a whole brain. Oh, no, I'm not going to pick what I prefer. No, no, I don't pick preferences when it comes to education. I learn. It's called a smart brain. Mm, mm, Let me think about that one. Yes, I just used the word smart. That's what smart would be, but, you know, hey, let's not go down that path, shall we, right now? Because some people, they don't know the difference between using their left and right because they think that their life is the bomb as it breaks down what people are speaking about. Mm, Yeah, that's a closed-minded person who's not hearing anything, but it's okay. They have a trauma safety behavior. In fact, their amygdala is all over that one not their prefrontal cortex. So they don't know how to use their smart brain yet. No, no, they, they know how to use their ancient brain. That's why the ancient silverbacks are who they look up to. Ooh, I want to be like that one. Yeah, okay, you don't want to be yourself. Hmm. That's a broken three-year-old heart. I should let you know, you really want to go EMDR, child parts, and somatics. That way you can become yourself, first of all, and get out of the false protective self that was the infant you that didn't feel enamored with being able to be you because you didn't have not because of ha- having to have a household that was shit. No, that has nothing to do with why an attachment category is not in the place of secure. And this is what is made clear from people who study attachment. The ones who don't bring their biblical texts to us. And it's always fascinating when you get the ones who are educating and then they bring in their opinions with their actual belief systems and they molded everything, in fact, the entire of their explanation oh look and, and guess what the ideal romantic this I, I still can't fathom I have to read this one because I was like okay you know attachment so, so social attachment researcher great educating herself all this stuff giving information on dating advice coach not therapist two different things in fact they made a point to make sure that people know coach means I give you practical immediate results and I'm thinking yeah but they need to work with their trauma first but you know I get it because some people they'll do therapy and coaching great so what was it that the this 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 video that I saw which I was it was something along the lines of here is what a perfect romantic uh, relationship is and and the person goes on to describe the male being subservient and yes honey let me do everything you know and (laughs) emotionally empathizing and I'm laughing right now because I'm still at a loss for words but I also know that there are people that actually find that romantic and and I'm thinking yeah uh no (laughs) That, that looks like I went from having a parent if you will that might have been able to have the I see what you need I'm gonna keep you safe I'm gonna give you you know and then moving into another place and it's like I don't know about that one I'm not really sure I like that type of relationship and the woman on the other hand respects and listens to everything and shows how I trust your judgment and you can know how to tell me how to do stuff and and you know what was beautiful was being explained it's not because of gender roles 
no, no, don't shoot the messenger. That one I loved really because it's like, ah, I know what I'm talking about because I'm the attachment researcher and here you go. Oh, and look, lo and behold, it's the same as the biblical text. And I'm like, okay, now, now I know where you come from and I know how you tainted all of your explanation and I know that this is one subjective uh idea that there will be the flock that will ah look honey hey we're gonna go to her we want her 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 and i'm not sure about how the men feel about this i'm sure i have some of my men friends who would be like fuck that shit <laughs> and i'm gonna be like you know what here let me send you to terry real he's he's a lot better even though he still has things to say about how to work with couples but he's a little bit less uh what's the word biased yes less biased about gender roles he's he's more factual and and what it is is he is teaching a modality of two people as individuals independently from their sex uh, how to be a partnership that works as grown-ups and the other lady instead is a coach again not a therapist and a coach that is for dating and a person who's following the stereotypes of what there are a group of people that like this modality. I was just laughing my ass off because I was like, that's just no, thank you very much. So I don't want any of that. I mean, I can play along because I'm trying to be respectful. When, and, and when I've had situations where I've played along, meaning I don't know how to say, really, uh, where's your brain? Because that sounds not nice at all. And I don't like to be an insulting human being and when you learn about what attachment wounds are and trauma and that a person already has a broken three-year-old heart, you're not going to want to hurt that broken person any more than they're already hurt because they're not wanting to become grown-ups with their emotions. It's called an ego that is not a grown-up. And yes, some of us have what is called compassion and we will not in any way, shape or form, no matter how many times people say, but Maria, no, 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 I'm not going to, I don't need to meddle with other people's states of consciousness and be the asshole of the room. I can be an asshole in a different way, but not that way. Okay. So the title of the explanation was, Hey, guess what? Here's the happiest romantic dynamic, uh, after all of the couples that I've, you know, worked with. And, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, not in the book of the people who are 5D mystics. <laughs> no, no, no. 4D, yes, because they have a body that doesn't yet know secure attachment on their own. 5D will have a body that is, uh, I'm a person and I'm not going to base my relationships on gender or biblical text for that matter. They're, they're going to ba be based on like, you're human, I'm a human, and here, let's go to Sadhguru. As a human being, you are not determined by your birth. You are shaped by how you open up and what, you're, and what you open up in your life. Now, on that note, though, again, he misses a big, big, big important piece of information. Your first years of life and your attachment category and your brain. Okay, so attachment researchers, not the ones who use biblical texts, the ones who just talk to you about their information. Okay, and remember, this one is a social attachment researcher and coach. So there's different titles for reasons because there's different focuses. It's really great to have the variety because they bring different pieces together. So one, on a, on a side note, a great person to go learn from explains a lot of differences about attachment styles and helps you to be able to work with people, especially if you are a person who's curious about that with partners. I like to work with the people with our mouths, meaning they know about them, I know about me, and we talk like harmony because that's what grown-ups do. They talk about their vulnerability, they talk about everything. 
And that's all types of relationships. Also here, solo, polyamory, secure person though, just so you know. And that is because it's important for listeners to know who they are listening to so that you can dissociate yourself from, disconnect from a, a situation. If you don't like me is what I'm trying to say. So out of respect for all people, let me make sure you know who you are talking to. And that way we only get those who are open to the expansion of their own consciousness versus wanting to stick to their story, which is great and dandy. Nobody really needs to do anything with that because it's your story, not mine. And adaptive children have a story. Grown-ups have no story. We have a data. Then we have our story, which is our subjective experience. And we know that we're only one person out of eight plus billion and that there's a lot of subject matter experts and they don't agree on everything. And we take all of their food for thought. And then we, in time, like with the system that organizes them, figure out how to know, like with epilepsy, no demon possesses you. Same thing goes with, now thank you Patrick McNamara for making it clear, no demon possesses you. Your brain, there's a fear receptor and there's trauma memory lingering in your brain and you haven't healed all your trauma yet. So how about you, again, look into good trauma therapy with EMDR, working with your child parts and then also working with somatics and not just yoga. Because just yoga doesn't give you the ability to know what comes up, when it comes up, and therefore you don't embody the wholeness of you as a human being because yourself is your human experience. And you can achieve that higher self-connection when you're doing work. And then you add also the holistic stuff. So if there's one thing that happens for those who don't get out of their low self-esteem, indirect communication, passive-aggressive ways and mannerisms which have no boundaries because they don't even know what healthy means yet because they don't know how to be healthy self-worth. If I say love yourself and you're confused or it's a shaming letdown, thank you Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor, healed healing and therapist, you therefore do not know how to be your whole three-year-old, open-hearted, spontaneous person yet. And what you're going to probably struggle with, I'm going to, there we go, here he is, the phrase, you need to love yourself first, he says. It's a confusing and shaming letdown. Just love yourself and stop dating beneath you, feeling suicidal, being codependent, struggling with addiction, submitting to others, or being so stuck. The ruminating brain is because you didn't do EMDR with a child parts person, EIFS, a good therapist who can hold space for that inner child and then help you to understand how your brain works. And if you're lucky and you have DID, so dissociative identity disorder, which is for the fragmented self, you will have lucky, why? Because the borderline on the other hand doesn't have the same way that their actual brain works when they're having conflict. So the DID, the way that Daniel Siegel explains it is that it creates, and in fact, they might change it from dissociative identity disorder to dissociative identity response, even borderline, they might change it from disorder to something different because they're realizing that these are all safety behaviors. They're all away, the brain of a person and the nervous system, it's an embodied brain because your nervous system and brain stay together, responded to the environment to keep the infant in a state of ease to the best of the ability of a body. Your body wasn't thinking and there's no need to blame a devil or demon or evil when it comes to trauma memory still lingering. It's called PTSD, PTSD, CPTSD. There's a bunch of things. And I know we were going to talk about Akashic Records and all. We're, get, we're going to get there 20 minutes in. We're going to get there in a minute. But this is all part of you and you can't know 
who you are if you don't understand that first of all this human body has a story for you already and your brain is an embodied brain and your mind has created a story and you can disengage from it and get the data understand that you emotionally work immediately with your past and that your brain is shaped from your own experiences and that when there's trauma and attachment wounds or attachment trauma that your brain will not have been able to have been integrated as effectively and so for example here the attachment categories please not the styles the avoidant is a person who will be disconnected from the emotional part so they will be differentiated but they don't know how to link to another human being because their emotional plane didn't get any experiences so they're a left dominant person and then ambivalent on the other hand they don't have a sense of self because they got into being helped not helped they they, they had frazzled nervous system they they, they 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 don't know who they are sometimes because they will be trying to figure out while they're because their um their nervous system is ramped up so they didn't learn to differentiate effectively they learned to link yes but not really well because they had caregivers or primary caregiver who was frantically trying to do something the way that it's explained it's preoccupied for reason it's like when what am i going to get milk today am i going to get warmed up when i'm cold which one is it but because the parent and or parents not to blame anyone but their nervous system maybe they're anxious oh no i don't know am i doing it right am i not we all know what fear is like okay so nobody can actually be perfect anything that's why the secure attachment it's a third of attunement and then the rest is repair so the people who didn't know how to repair for example it's not because they didn't want to they just consistently fed and handled the child for example with the ambivalent in the first year of life in a way that was inconsistent is the word inconsistent so the nervous system was rammed up and and continues to be so and feels agitated and doesn't have the ability always to differentiate so the self is like not there because the entirety of their emotional plane picks up on what another person needs which is why we find the avoidant and the ambivalent do the trauma bonding they tend to come together because one is great at picking up what the emotional needs of the other is and the other is great at maintaining a level of stability something like that and this is just a random equation and let's put that to the side let's move back to the last attachment no before i move nope we're done yeah so the the ambivalent one doesn't differentiate or link and they de- they definitely have a situation but predominantly what you want to understand is that avoidant no emotional ambivalent extremely emotional preoccupied disorganized gets blocked at both and so avoidant goes rigid versus ambivalent gets chaotic and you can think of it as the avoidant needs to have control do everything their way and they will remove themselves and they will need space and they will just leave it alone and be away from you the ambivalent will be all over like what are you doing why are you leaving and they will get chaotic and frantic and the disorganized flips between the two because they have what is called an inner unfortunate paradox because the infant is scared while also needing to attach because we have an attachment system in our brain 
And on that note, that was some psych education to try and share. That's a trust break in the body. They didn't get the consistent contingent communication. They're not able to, in their first year of life, feel safe within relationships. So they don't learn how to co-regulate. They learn how to self-regulate to the best of their ability. The disorganized develops dissociative identity response and their child parts get to be organized which is why the child parts work is important because the adult you let's get into it once you get to the adult you your higher self you get to bring yourself though to now and understand where you are emotionally vulnerable with yourself 4d doesn't do any of this they instead have created a whole bunch of other stories so let's get back to us and our oversoul, and let me integrate now our mystic stuff. And I know I left you hanging with some stuff, but it's not important because the psych education always comes. If you have questions, let me know. When we are a 5D mystic or a person who intuitively loves life and loves relationships, we don't do, oh, because you didn't show up for me or because I'm feeling this way or because I'm creating stories, I'm going to keep on doing the stories and doing this. No, we... we take our inner and outer well-being seriously okay so trauma it's relational and here it's relational abuse it can be neglect the big t's the small t's are a series of events that take place they're overwhelming you get emotionally bruised your trust is broken you decide that you don't trust people in those whole sentences of ah i gave them all the shots they could okay so in, in any and all cases easily loving yourself is an indication of you knowing self-worth Knowing you're not superior and inferior in your body, feeling this, not in your head. Thinking it means nothing. You need to feel it. If you can't feel it yet, it's not a race. It's an indication that you don't have yet a relationship with your emotional body. Nervous system means probably you got a window tolerance for emotions, not window welcome. One. So if you get informed and then you start working on allowing yourself to move into softness and knowing that our mammalian heritage is to be around each other, there you go, okay? And get out of the belief systems, please, for a little bit. So on that note, connecting and channeling, it's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> and being able to share stories about my past lives, present, no, present, I am Maria, <laughs> future, it's one of those and that's not necessary. It hasn't happened yet, but I do share the future with the person who is in my future and actually people because there's people in my future. So they all know, except for one of my friends, I haven't been able to tell them yet because I need to get a hold of them, <laughs> but I don't know when I'm going to call them up and uh, tease him he, he's a person who doesn't believe in any of this and actually i have two friends that i haven't told she doesn't believe in it either but yeah this is funny so these two people that are in my future and actually wait now i'm remembering there's three of them okay okay i'm gonna organize and guess what you get to hear some of this story tomorrow so this is what it's like for a 5d mystic to tap into your life it's like wow that's amazing when we remember other things, we're like, wow, okay, well, I knew, I knew that that was a potential. That's, that's interesting, is the word. And really, we don't share it unless it's somebody that we know will completely just take it easy and not be like, oh, my God. So we're happier when people tease us about this, this shit than, than when they take it seriously. And so on that note, in fact, the people that don't know about the future... I know they take things lightly and they gossip and they have fun and they laugh about it. That's why I know it's like it's all good because they're like, wow, she's some whack job, but she's so cute. She's our lovely friend. <laughs> she's our wacky friend. So when they want to have a wacky friend, they get to bring me along and actually they've learned how not to bring me along and I've learned how to say, you know what? No, I don't. I, I'm not coming to your friend's gathering today. 
These are those friends. Remember, my lovely regular listeners know this story. Uh, shall I share it? Nah, not all of it. But basically, I was in a house with all these teachers who were gossiping about their colleagues, which I found very much mm, teenagerish and even worse. I'm like, wow. Okay, you're all like making up shit about your friends and I'm thinking you work with them and this is so wrong and why are you using your, you know, like there's so many things going on. No, the wrong part, no. That's where I actually know about soul age groups. Oh, I forgot. Enlightenment soul age group does understand what the other soul age groups are here for. In fact, I've read it to you. So they haven't learned about self-worth yet. They, in fact, are all adaptive children. And any person who's not yet in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is still learning how to be themselves. So that's why they can have a different energy and all that. They're not vampires. And that's, that's very clear. Actually, what they are sometimes are people who are so... Ah, it's sad. I'm not going to go there. Uh, anyways, back to the story. So my friend, who I knew already, basically, because I'm intuitive like that, and uh, they like to put people in the spotlight on purpose sometimes just because they need to create a situation so that they can then go back with that same group and talk about it so I was not like what's the word not oblivious I was not unaware of what I was about to get into but you know I'm a polite human being and I and I couldn't have said why are you bringing it up Uh, you know so my friend brings up the full moon and this isn't the first time it's happened to me, actually. I have another friend. This is a 4D friend. So this 4D friend actually wanted us to read coffee cups in the middle of everywhere. And I'm like, this is not the place to do this. We're going to be looked that weird. And we really shouldn't be, you know, like we can do it at home. We don't have to do it right here, right now with all these. <laughs> no, no, we need to open their mind. No, we don't. We don't really. They don't believe in this shit. And you're going to scare them. And in fact, I was right. My friends were scared and I comforted my friends. And I'm like, look, please, she's good. She's just a person who gets very excited about Claire's. She, there's nothing to be afraid of. And uh, here, let me explain to you a little bit more about this sphere of mysticism so that I can put you at ease. And, and, and this helped my friends understand. So when we were with my 4D friends, they were a little bit less agitated. And that's humorous to say the least. But long story short, my 3D friend wants and likes to make you know, like I said, so I already knew it wasn't ideal to talk about the full moon, its effects, energy, mysticism stuff after hearing all these professors gossip about each other and be basically, you know, soap opera live. You're like, yeah, you're so superficial because see anybody who's doing stuff in this way that I'm describing, one, they're the social, the society, soul age group. So they're still learning about self-worth through their societal interactions. In fact, even my friends with their yeah, so they hold value within that whole like, oh, let's look at the list of things to do so that we may appear and, 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 and run up those ranks, you know, so they, they give like a lot of shit, <laughs> high priority. I'm like, yeah, it's all, no, I, I, if I could, I'd wear the same shirt every day and go out. I just know that I can't <laughs> because I have to wash my shirts and I have to change it up a little bit. So long story short, I get into talking about the full moon and then all of a sudden I use the word and this is I'm translating because this was in Italian and I only say that because I thought maybe I used the wrong word and I double checked with my younger sister because she's my go-to when I have doubts about my way of speaking in Italian. I'm bilingual but I don't have a university degree from Italy. Mine are all American and I work in English and so I know that I can 
I mean, and in English too, I don't use the dictionary, my words. With some of my friends, we figured it out and we learned how to align each other because I don't use words the way, and they keep saying you need to use a dictionary. I keep saying, look, that's not how my brain works. So, I mean, for me, it's okay. We don't have to talk, but I'm not changing how I use my verbiage because you don't agree with it. And my brain works a certain way. Your brain works another way. I'm good. I'm good with it. I'm okay with you using all the labels you want. I can be stupid. I can, you use them. You keep using them. I'm willfully ignorant. I'm okay with it all. Just can we keep talking or not? I just need to know that. That's all I care about. <laughs> other than that, uh, the rest is nothing more than you sharing with me your subjective idea of how people should conduct their speeching. <laughs> and I do find it hilarious. So long story short, I say the word, I don't judge people. And one of the friends of the group begins asking me questions. I didn't notice anything of it. The reality is I went home, didn't think twice. Eventually, I come to find out my friends gossiped about me, which I wasn't surprised about, but I came to find it out in a very weird way, meaning that it was following having another interesting conversation about judgment and that I didn't judge, but that, of course, prisons exist and people go to jail and my friends in the car saying, so you do believe in jail, Maria? It's like, well, it exists. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if only you would have said so. You know, our friend's scared of you. What are you talking about? And that's where in my head, I'm like, man, you all are fucking morons because you just basically said we gossiped about you without even saying it and not feeling a little bit of shame (laughs) for it. But bluntly stating, if only you would have said that, then our friend wouldn't be scared of you. And I'm like, well, we didn't talk about prison. I said, I don't judge people. I didn't say I don't send them to prison. And I said, and I'm nobody. So why is this what, what I don't. No, no, if you had said this, our friend wouldn't be scared of you. That, by the second time, is when you understand that you're talking to those who are morons, closed-minded. Yeah, you know, we don't need to be told twice. I'm a closed-minded human being. Uh, Okay, (laughs) well, I I guess, you know, it is what it is. Oh, she's scared of me. How interesting. Okay, so we better make sure that I don't ever cross paths with her again, shall we? And long story short, yes, these friends of mine and I, we, 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 we share moments together. I don't want to be around their friends. That's for sure. And I'm pretty sure they figured it's best if we don't have Maria with us either. Although they do invite me sometimes. And that's when I say, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't want to be around snooty people who don't know how to live life. No, I don't tell them that. But I will say, you know, I'm the weird friend of yours. So let's keep my weirdness to us. That way you don't have to be embarrassed. How does that sound? I think that's a good compromise, don't you? Long story short, uh, this woman (laughs) is scared of a four foot nine person. And I still can't understand it, but I can a little bit. A little bit, I think I'm starting to grasp that concept. Like I'm trying to, like me, the human being here, I have... I don't know how to understand this, this, um, yeah, I've lost touch with a specific way of being able to understand if somebody's not, what's the word that I'm, I don't understand how a person, yes, I'm at a loss of words right now. I'm trying to describe something to my lovely listeners because I can, I can mathematically speaking know that my Maria's perception literally picks up not on on, on certain things. I, I don't pick it up, which is why I need people who know me, like my loved ones, and they can ground me and they can, they can nudge me or at the very least be there. So these two people, for example, they didn't nudge me. What I mean by that is that they following 
had gossip, talked, whatever. When they came to correct me, they didn't do it on the spot. So they were following what the person was saying. And neither one of them recognized that I was not. They did not recognize that. And so they didn't step in. People who know me and they have my back because they know how my brain works. This is the part. So when your brain works a certain way, you're not doing it on purpose. And you need people to help you because we all will. That's one of the reasons why a person who is open-minded is able to be respectful to different types of subject or subjective experiences. Being able to remember we all have a way we see things, okay? It's something straightforward. And once you've opened yourself up to this plane, it's presence. You're present in the room without making assumptions. It says, simply put, it's not your brain's falling out, which is what some people think. Those are the same people. They're not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. I'm going to just have to put it that way because I get it. I get when they say things, you need to have, no, I'm not going to have filters. You go fucking do your filters. I don't want filters. I don't need that friend. I don't need those friends. That's a limited piece for me. I don't want limited consciousness. Why would I limit my experience of life because other people don't know how to be a little bit more open-minded? So when it comes to existential shit, yeah, go vote and do the right things. Of course, that's it. It's very straightforward what I need to do to conduct myself civilly and to lead a life that is in accordance with my social habitats. I don't need to adhere to social stigma, social stereotypes, social closed-mindedness. And that I also don't need to expose people to my wackiness. No, I don't. Definitely not, but I'm not going to taint my world because other people don't know how to become their own spontaneous human being, which this is the part. It's very straightforward. So I'm going to get out of Kali mode because people judge unconditionally loving human beings and they think we don't know. No, no, we don't know because we don't find it necessary to be in a space of skepticism and analysis and it's so much work anyways it's like every person that I meet that does that like oh my gosh you're not having any fun I had fun <laughs> I had fun in that conversation and I had fun finding out that a person's scared of me and now I'm like wow I need to try and figure that one out just a little bit so I can moderate what I share when I'm around people <laughs> but that's about it so here's 5d mystic we do our best to organize, so unlike 40, oh, that we need to make them a part. No, we don't. No, we don't. They're not here to be in, in mystic land. They're here to judge us and to say you're whack jobs. That's what they're here for. Okay, and on that note, when we find the in-betweens, this is the nice thing about building a group of us, Akashic Records and all that stuff, the oversold. Amazing, amazing oversold. Okay. So when you meet your oversoul, and today is the 10th, we have a special day tomorrow, 11-11, and that's why I have some channeling. It's a little bit of channeling because when you can move into one being the whole three-year-old heart, so you, you have to be aware if you have any trauma, any of that stuff is very important, the attachment category, because it shapes your experience. So first of all, that's how you can get a handle of your mind. You then work with your brain, you work to integrate it, and once you can have integrated it, which by the way, this is what I was trying to read to you all as well, the three pillars of mind, this is from Daniel Siegel, and it's been shown in studies that these aspects can have you live a happy and healthy life, and the reason is it works the areas that actually get 
uh, impeded in their growth from, from trauma and attachment wounds and attachment trauma, okay? So remember that when people have had attachment wounds, trauma, they will have their corpus callosum, which links the left and right side of their brain, compromised in its growth. The hippocampus, which is in the limbic area, will be compromised in its growth. And then the prefrontal cortex, which links the higher cortex, the middle limbic areas, the brain stem with your body proper and the social world will be compromised in its growth. And the connected connectome or the connectomes will be compromised in its growth. And the connectomes actually connect the different, they link, they link the different parts, the different areas of your brain together. Neuroscientists talk about interconnections of the connectome. And that is how integrated your brain is. And the person that Daniel Siegel mentions is Teacher Martin, T-E-I-C-H-E-R, if I spelled that right and took good notes. If I didn't, then, but it's something like that. So um, any form of regulation depends on integration. That's why people don't know how to self-regulate your nervous system if you're not fully integrated, okay? So this is where yoga, great, ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises. When you're doing your poses, you're being busy with your brain, you're learning to be okay with your sensations, da da da, da. When you sit in silence and meditate, you are beginning to do what can then actually help to integrate your brain because it helps your brain to develop the very areas that are affected by trauma and attachment wounds, okay? So this is why the human stuff is important. And although I'm not perfect at connecting it always, I'm pseudoscience lady, bullshit crap, no, but it's okay to say pseudoscience because I integrate different topics, but it's important to you, my listeners, to understand your embodied brain. This is why, and integrating them to me is a-okay because I'm saying you can get into your optimized human being 101 version and have clairs, but clairs with no optimization equals 4D land, and that's not brain integration, and that's not a window of welcome to emotions, and it's not people who are doing very much happy, happy, happy. No, they're not. Uh, they're criticizing AI, technology. They're creating stories. They're creating groups. They're yelling at each other. They're doing all stuff that is not bringing us together. That's not oneness consciousness. So 5D plane is beautiful because it's us being our full humanity, your three-year-old whole heart. So you healing if you have shame, blame, fault, or revenge, trauma, safety behaviors. So instead of walking around with your survival mode and your other mode, you can be walking around with your greed, with your I'm a person, you're a person, I look at you, you could be teasing me, don't matter, I'm not offended, I can keep on talking to you with love and respect, and then you can do behind my back whatever you want, <laughs> I don't care. And as for anything that's dangerous, we got law enforcement, and we go and vote, and we fix systems, and we fix things, that's what we do. When we see that there's disparities and all that other stuff, we don't need to be yelling in our ears at each other and all that other stuff. That, anyways, um, so the three pillars... One, you open your, uh, no, one is you strengthen your attention. So focusing and shutting your eyes and being able to sit in silence. Yeah, that's how you strengthen your attention. Two, you open awareness. Yes, by becoming open to more than just yourself and others and all that. And you develop kindness. And that's with kind intention. So they call this mindfulness and compassionate interventions. And what happens is your prefrontal cortex grows, your corpus callosum grows, your hippocampus grows, and your connectomes grow. And he goes on to explain things that you've heard before about how 
all of this helps your inner well-being and in fact it helps you to not have inflammation helps you to uh, get your immune function reduced the stress reduce excuse me stress reduction heart rate goes optimized and the level of tolomeres also increases or optimizes and tolomeres that one i heard from greg braden and this is where it actually slows the aging process okay and all of these fyi i was going to mention one more aspect that i've heard before hold on because i lost that train of thought um but yeah i lost it uh oh i got it back the reason all of this takes place the immune system the heart rate stress reduction is because you're learning how to navigate life from your ventral vagal nervous system which is connected to your prefrontal cortex so if you remember i got to learn this from a lady who is into being either a buddhist psychologist or in the sphere of in between with somatic experiencing ayurveda also doing something with yoga 12-step program and I had already heard the explanation from somebody else too but when the people who are in the realm of yoga with integrating therapy talk about our nervous system they talk about our mammalian heritage the ventral vagal being connected to the more modern uh, part of us which is our prefrontal cortex our higher brain functioning areas okay our our ancient quote-unquote ancient our um brainstem is the older nervous system and that's the some call it the reptilian okay so that's your fight flight mode and we needed that when we were one with animals without building communities once we built communities we were able to sit safely and your ventral vagal so the parasympathetic is divided into two branches we have dorsal vagal and the ventral vagal when you're working from your higher <clears throat> social engagement functioning stuff, you're in your ventral vagal. You're, and that's why your body is in rest and rejuvenate. Okay, this is what I'm trying to get to. So I know, again, I integrate different things. That's why I am good with the pseudoscience label. But I don't create a story for you where there are gaps. And on the other hand, we have 4D land creates stories. The aliens, not the aliens, the... All of that stuff is unnecessary. It's, it's, it's something that comes from people who have seen things. I understand where, I understand where, how, what, because of having my own way of being able to download. Again, I understand they're not just random things. What I know more than anything, though, is first of all, any aspect that comes through me is first and foremost for me, the person who's the filter. It's only once I'm a clear channel that I actually can make best and better use of what I'm sharing. Now, we all will have a way to mature, and that means to move into our wisest self. And that means to actually continue to expand and to share food for thought. And I personally, as a podcast host, know that we've gone through however many years of these podcasts, also the blogs the IHP blogs, and this is where when people look, oh, so you've changed. No, I've expanded. These are two different things to a person who's maintained a relationship with the sphere of consciousness, and not because it is a sphere of belief. It is a sphere of energy and information flow, and my brain 
thank you, Daniel Siegel, is processing the energy of information flow. And it's a conduit. And I don't need to make up some story about the Planck or the quantum field, meaning I don't need the added elements that the 4D puts. I can understand it with the basics of data, physics, even though I don't know enough about it yet, but I have my existential physics book that I want to read from Sabine. And I'm here to bring the human element. And so here, data is data, which is why there's nothing, oh, with Claire's. Oh, no. That's the pseudo-live people who don't know how to live aliveness in their body yet <clears throat> because they don't know about their own <clears throat> ability to heal their own shame stuff and whatever it is that took place in their human being body when they were born. Not because they lived in a monstrous household either. No, sometimes things take place and there's different stories. So long story short, you learning to be in a 5D plane, one is integration of the brain and restorative embodied self. So it's a person who's being able to sit with themselves, know what they get offered, understand that they're an emotional being, and then learn how to choose love again and again and again and maintain their humanity by not saying, I can't trust love. I can't trust P. I don't want love. I don't, whatever those stories, for some it's small T's, for some it's big T's. And when it comes to our oversoul, all of our oversoul, by the way, because I know we're running out of time, they're family. They're not contracts that begin or end. They're family because they're part of you. And the idea that people don't understand the word energy and then they want to quote wise anything. And the thing is they don't know energy because they don't know their emotions. If they knew their emotions, they'd know their three-year-old compassionate, open-hearted self who will not look at anyone with the eyes of, oh, you're an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> like that girl. I don't think of her in that way. Or my friends. I'm like, wow, that's so cute. <laughs> I actually laugh when I think that there's a person who's scared of me. And I, I actually find it humorous that people don't realize that I may be socially awkward. I admit it. But wow, to be able to gossip about somebody and not even notice that you're letting them know that not only did you gossip, you also didn't help them in the moment of need. <laughs> because I could have said, why didn't you tell, you know, so here's where an adaptive child would have done stuff like that. That's a person who's in their survival mode and they're depending on other people to help them be okay in a group i don't need you to be okay in a group i'm i i was really okay <laughs> the entire time i knew all of what was going on and to this day it's a beautiful story for me to share because that's what 5d is it's a beautiful story the people who are not here like oh they're so mean you don't have good friends no they're all beautiful i'll oh, leave them they're poor little kids they're not they don't know what they're doing yet they, they don't know their self they're, they're still learning we're not going to go do that shit because it's ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. And really, humanly speaking, what I always, my brain goes to completely different ways. Like I said, I'm thinking, wow, I can't believe these people. They don't even know what they're telling me right now. And I'm thinking about so many other things. And in fact, the only thing I went to double check, that was my only thing. Because I was like, I need to figure this one out. <laughs> hey, Martino. Did I use the wrong word? Because I used this word. How, how did prison get into I didn't use the word prison. <laughs> I want to understand how the hell did this happen. And so on that note, 
Uh, we don't really care about what they do. We just care to understand, how can I communicate better next time? Because apparently something went off in my communication methodology. But no, I'm not going to use filters. I just need to know, am I using the right word or maybe? <laughs> so we learn how to expand. We learn how to be funny. We learn how to be uh, a lot more of everything. We don't learn how to read through the lines. No, no, that one, that's why anything. And here, last note, my, my lovely good friends, the ones who do have my back, the ones who can see things that I can't see, they come in and they know, like literally they know, I have no idea if somebody's doing something with malicious. I don't because I don't see malicious when I see an infant with a broken heart. What I see is a person who's speaking to me. And it's because malicious, that word in and of itself doesn't mean shit to me because it's only if you're a physical weapon or something that you're going to be a threat to me. Other than that, you're a person with words. <laughs> that's all you're doing it's air and I'm like trying to register what are you telling me today oh have fun is it fun today for you that's fun for me that's it that's it. that's literally it even the nervous system it's like oh wow I didn't know you were in your arousal state right now or you're living your, you know your pseudo aliveness I'm just here participating like a moron but a happy moron and on that note uh, not a moron but uh, definitely life is fun. So our oversoul, it's a playground. We have nothing to say about our oversoul. Even when it can get really stormy, <laughs> we have some laughs. You know why? Because we know we're going to laugh a lot. Because we're going to figure everything out. Who's we? The 5D person who's a mystic. Oh, yeah. We're not like, oh, I need to go figure out what is this? What's the stages? What is the... No, no, no stage needed. Choice point, choice point, choice point, choice, choice, choice. Ah, free will. <laughs> I learned about it when I was a kid. Did you learn about it? You should hear about it without free will. I can't wait till I get that book. So that book, I forget when it comes out. I think soon. But there's a science dude who's going to talk about our brain and how we don't have free will. And I'm going to eat that one up alive because I already know that, yeah, your brain, it's an embodied brain. So learn about it. Learn about your attachment system. Learn about reintegrating all of it if you need to. And then you're going to have fun. You can do yoga. Yoga is great too. But learn about your brain. And get your brain to be the adult version of you first. Then you'll know yourself because you'll lose that asshole of a defectiveness shame. And it's an asshole. It's an asshole. We can call the shame defective asshole. But, but, wait, not an asshole when you're an infant. The infant you didn't know that it was an infant. Okay, so can we leave the body alone? Because it did the best it could to protect you. So it's not an asshole, but it is a heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart to the extent of creating so much hurt that a person needs to find a way to numb that. And they can't create a relationship with their emotional body. And that second choice point that they get is when they're teenagers. And that's not fair either because insecure teenagers who are now affected not only by their attachment system, but their social system, they're influenceable. And so again, not, not justifying, but let's, let's take things with a grain of every one of those choice points. Those first two are really vulnerable. So if you don't have people around you that held you with unconditional love and then wanted your best interest, and they were also people who could see what best interest means and meant, which is not gossiping, not that, but giving you equanimity, giving you the right data points, and the right data points is equanimity. It is. There's likes and dislikes. The world doesn't revolve around you. There's people that make choices. Life is hard. This is equanimity. This is the word of wisdom from those caregivers who raise people this way. You will see them. They all have three-year-old tainted glasses. They're not walking around miserable. They're walking around with 
pride in humanity for the steps that we have made because we've made steps in the places that others before us couldn't because they didn't have the capacity because time changes. We now have technology. We have more education. We have more knowledge. It's very much practical when you stay grounded in reality. Okay, and so on that note, the shame defectiveness, heartbreak gut wrench is torture. Whenever I meet any person, I am always very blessed in a way, not of the belief anymore. It's beyond that. I'm blessed because I get to meet another part of our sphere of consciousness. If they are quote unquote an asshole, they're not going to be an asshole to me. I'm going to know that they have some disharmony and shame defectiveness in a zero one-year-old that didn't get held with equanimity and unconditional love. So I'm going to look at them with love and respect and hold them with compassionate eyes. And I'm going to say, it's good for you to be yourself. And if you want, you can also expand and grow up. And I will keep healthy boundaries. That's automatic, meaning let you know directly if you're insulting me or not. <laughs> That's it. No filters. Nope, not even any. <laughs> so tune on in for more and have a great day.